Was that not cool or what? What the music? Yeah. The f music. Oh no, it was it was it was it hit. It hit. Like that hit. It's gonna, hard. It's gonna be stuck with you. No, no, no. Avi Maria is gonna be stuck with me. Oh, Avi Maria. That one's gonna be stuck with me. I heard like at least four times in that movie. Yeah, yeah. You guys ready to go? Yeah. All right, we are starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Andy King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in control room is our technical director, the TD. <laughs> Michael Cards in the night. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing tonight? Good. good. So good. stupid. So tired, but we're good. I know it was. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm surprised that Ashley stood awake through that whole movie. It's a long movie. It was long. It was, was long. long. You know, three hours is a long time. Yes. Yeah, so plus trailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh, the trailers were actually pretty quick this time. They were long, they, dude. They were, they were pretty long. They were pretty long. They were, that felt fast for me. Yeah, that, that felt long. Dude, it, it turned to the moment like, all right, movie's about to start. Yeah. All right, movie's about to start. Shit. But, uh, oh, no, that went fast. But, hey, me. they showed more footage though, so that was yeah. that was pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah, that was pretty cool. But yeah, so everyone, we just got back from seeing the Batman. Oh my god! Finally released March fourth. Yes. And oh my that god. was that was a movie. That was a long movie. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Three hour. What was the runtime? Most. Three it was hours, like right? two hours and 55 minutes. Three hours. Three, so, say three so, hours. Just three yeah. hours. Yeah. The, yeah, the official yeah. time, but yeah, it's three hours. Yeah. Fuck. Three hours okay. What do you guys think about that? How do you, did you, did you like that? I loved it. I loved it. It was, it was a lot. I thought yeah, it was yeah. fucking awesome. That was like, that was okay. I know what we said, like Adrian, when I said earlier today, where it was like, I want my expectations high. Yeah. But I know, oh no, Anthony, did I say this? Yeah, you're I talking said, about like, yeah, your expe- you want your expectations to be incredibly high up there, but you had to reel yourself back yes. from yes. not getting any disappointment. Dude, but then I as got- soon as it started, my expectations went back up to that level yeah. and they were not disappointed. Bro, I got zero disappointment out of this one. Yeah. Zero? Zero. So, oh, see, this is, you are one of the people, like, you always find something yeah. you don't like with, some, like, whatever it is. It could be no, like no, Jesus reason- Christ himself. You're like, oh, well, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with that resurrection. It just yeah. didn't quite okay, hit. But the reason it has zero disappointment, yeah, because I followed through my strategy that worked flawlessly. And what By, was it? No, he no. did not see a single oh, ounce of marketing right. piece. Yes. I've only seen the teaser trailer, the original teaser trailer, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's it. That was it. So he saw nothing. Okay. And I- so I was not disappointed. I was fairly just happy with everything. See, I was worried whether, especially with you, Adrian, if you were going to like this movie or not, because you are a pacing person. Yeah. Yes. You have pacing issues in movies. Yes. And this is a slow burner. It was a slow burner, but it, dude, it worked. It kept you, it kept you hooked. Yes. The entire mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Because it was, it's a thriller. It's a crime drama. It's a crime drama. It's a crime drama, but with Batman. Yeah. Yes. And that's what drew me in. That's what drew me is because like how human Batman looked. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. he he didn't look like the all unstoppable force. force that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That you saw from like Christopher Nolan and that you saw from uh, you know like Ben Affleck mm-hmm. and everybody else. But like an actual human person, yeah, dressing up as a bat. Like you didn't see him like running on rooftops. You didn't see him like swinging mm-hmm. from buildings. You literally see him emerging from shadows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the thing I I really appreciated with this is 
they focus less on the symbolism of Batman mm -hmm. and they focus on the actual causality of Batman. Yeah. Yes. What happens when you actually have a Batman in the society? It's going to bring forth some crazy fucking people to yeah. counteract him. Mm -hmm. And I love that there. this movie was really focused on the psychology of Batman. Yes. This was a character psychological breakdown, but not just on the character himself, on how that character reacts and represents within a world that would have a vigilante like that. Yeah. Yeah. You saw when they were first opening up, all those criminals who were doing all those bad stuff, and then all of a sudden they see the, the, the bat symbol in the yes. sky and they're yeah. all looking dark alleyways. And he's talking about, they don't know I'm there. Yeah. And I'm like, most I can't likely, be, I can't be everywhere. And I'm most likely not even there, but, but the they don't know that thought of me being out there at night is what yeah. scares, it scares them. them. And I love that horror psychology yes. with them. They're all looking at those dark alleyways. They're like, yeah, fuck that. No, because yeah. even I was looking at it and like, what kind of reminded me too, is like after those little crime moments yeah it's like those random spotlights that shined on them mm -hmm. yeah. and those spotlights were just drawing probably on a random person they probably didn't even know yeah but one it also reminded me of the uh like the the gotham pd uh crime blimps you remember in the animated yeah. series yeah. yeah it reminded me a lot of those just mm. the random spotlights yeah but also the idea that it put them on display like it exposed them exposed them for mm -hmm. all to see and then for them to go away it's like oh shit now i'm looking at this shadow like i'm seen like they, mm -hmm. he sees me, exactly. he could be seeing me right now. And it, yeah, I thought even I was looking down that way. Cause you have no idea what's in there. Exactly. And it reverts back to like being a kid and seeing down like your dark hallway at night mm -hmm. or your closet, someplace where you have no idea what's beyond it. Mm -hmm. And I fucking loved that. That's why I was like, yeah. it was so perfect. It's like, yeah, Batman does not even need to be there to stall. He's not, no matter what he can do, he yeah. will never stop all that crime in the city. He's still just human. But his mere presence that brought the fear into those criminals. I was like, yes, you finally got to really see it. Like they talked about it in Batman movies, but yeah. you never saw how scary Batman yeah. was. Like Batman, the way they had Robert Pattinson in this film, he was huge. He was over always looking down on someone. Yeah. yeah. He was mass, he was menacing. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, we finally got an actual menacing looking Batman for once. Yes. Yeah. Like you could say what you will about the other ones, how cool they look or the suits. Like yeah. we were talking about with Nolan, with you know, um, what's his face? With uh Christian Bale's yeah. bat suit. Yeah, it looks cool, it looks, but it's a nothing, tactical suit, not a it's not menacing. You no. don't that suit doesn't bring fear into them. No, no. This suit Brock. had the looks, it had that plated thick armor to it that yes. was bulked right out. It Honestly, it reminded me a lot of the animated series Batman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when the characters will interact with Batman, they mm -hmm. just had a straight fear in them. Exactly. Yeah. Like he would just walk in the room. There's a there's one scene where the Batman is literally like in the like looking through paperwork mm -hmm. and a criminal walks in, looks at him. Oh, that's just, right. Yeah. yeah. I know he just what you're turns about. right back around. Mm -hmm. He doesn't yeah. bother with him. Where he looks like dead ass, like at his face. Batman yeah. looks back at him and then he just closes the door and like another <laughs> henchman comes up <laughs> yeah. and it's just like you see something weird? He's like, nope. <laughs> I just kept walking because he was like, I ain't about to catch all that. No way. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> like, it was so interesting seeing. Like, what do you think about, about Robert Patton's performance? I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. You, thought, you enjoyed I, it. I, yes. I loved this version of, I mean, I, I try to find out, like what I like from every version. Yeah, yeah. But this one? This, this one, one. It had that broodiness that, yes. that just that. The broken emo. man. The yes. broken man. It the had broken. an actual broken man. Yeah. This is what I, this is what I love about 
I, Batman. I want see this thing like we talked about. It was such a long movie, and we're like, do we really want to watch this film over and over again to keep analyzing? I know I will. Yeah, but it's I'll the thing try. is like I want to have a list on the amount of dialogue Robert Pattinson had because he had very, very little, very little dialogue. In but this I movie. love that. I, no, I loved it too. Yeah. That was one thing. Like he didn't need to say anything much. No, but when he needed to talk, it was some. It was important. Yes. for what he needed to say and what he needed to get across. Like all of the crime scene where he's just walking around, not saying anything, and everyone's judging him. But the only key instance or key things he say was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm giving evidence out," or "Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about this." Like, it's, like he was always about the work. Yeah. Like and when he when he solves the riddle, yeah, yeah. And while like uh, the police commissioner at the time, what was it like, Pete, Pete something, uh, Pete Savage, Pete Savage, yeah, that was yeah. When Pete Savage was like bitching at Gordon, I was like, he's fucking here, like mm-hmm. he could be a he could be a suspect, he could be like while they're having their banter, yeah. He's still thinking on the riddle, and then randomly just out of nowhere, it's like lie still, that's the riddle, yeah. And, and like and his whole entire moments, thing, yeah. He shut out the world, mm-hmm. focusing on the work yeah. and his silence, his presence alone was his dialogue because mm-hmm. like that alone he s- was saying volumes yeah. of the type of person he is he's like i don't care about your judgment i don't care that you don't like you don't like me or that you don't like that i'm here i'm here to solve something mm-hmm. and i'm gonna work on that and the ability that uh also his his voice his batman voice yeah i'm glad it wasn't like gargly gargly yeah like because everyone usually always talks about the christian bale batman it's because like, christian bale set a precedence that was weird mm-hmm. but we allowed it that's the yeah. thing is like think about this that should have never been a good decision <laughs> and you really think about it it is weird the whole movie to hear that it is it should be bad. It should, no, it be, should bad. be bad. But it's compared- we accepted it. We accepted no, it. No, the reason we accepted it is because what we got beforehand. Yeah, yeah. What we got beforehand, that Batman was just you know what we just got- talking. It was just yeah. talking. Yeah, talking. It was we got always talking. George yeah. Clooney. George and, Clooney. Uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah. The Keen Keen never masked his voice, right? No. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I think he did. Yeah, he did. It was yeah. more of like I'm Batman. Yeah, yeah. He did mask his voice. Yeah, he did mask his voice. But it wasn't. It was just dark. It wasn't dark. Like it wasn't gurgling. Where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? Where is it? Yeah. So I mean, it's I. Like damn, that honestly, hurt I me. excuse it for Nolan's one because it just fits with his universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I was like, it fit with his universe. Yeah. But it's one of those things like it was something so memeable that people liked it. Yeah. And it was one of those things like something that's so bad people liked it. Yeah. That's what it was like. The, being unjust, like subjective about it, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. dude. Look at Bane. Yeah. Come oh my on. God! Bane was bad. Yeah, yeah. Bane was bad, but we all accepted. We like, accepted it. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said it fits to that universe. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, we accept it. Now, would you say this voice, or would you like? How do you feel about with um, Ben Affleck's voice modulated? Because uh, that I, was a very popular one too. Yeah. I. Nah. Oh, man. I didn't really like it. You didn't I, like the I, voice I, modulated. I liked it for different reasons. Hmm. For not for like it sounded. It made sense for it, the world. Again, yeah. It made sense for that. I mean, I like to compare it to a suit. So if a suit's, you know, you need one thing for the other. So mm-hmm. it's got the cool little voice with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Also, because I didn't really, I don't think uh, Ben Affleck wanted to do the mumble growl. No, no, no. no probably yeah. not. I don't think anyone really wants to do the mumble growl. No. Yeah. So the fact that Robert Pattinson, when he spoke in Batman, it really wasn't that growl. It was just more of like. He dropped his balls. He yeah, he, he dropped yeah. his balls and it was more of like a half whisper. It was just more of like. Yeah, there's a lot of whispering in this movie. It was I, I kind of dig it though, like this. It's kind of like a, 
a thinking out loud kind of trait. Almost kind of. Yeah. And it kind of, it makes you kind of draw yourself in a little bit more. No, yeah, I will say it helps you draw in further yeah. and it fits. It fits well for this world. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting older and hard of hearing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why we went to IMAX, my guy. So I'm like, anytime like, yeah, like the part when he was talking about the necrosis from the finger being cut off. I was like, what the fuck did he say? Because it was yeah. so like whispered and mumbled. Necrosis no, I, pick, I picked it up. I just couldn't see shit. No, okay. So we were talking about this in the car on the way back over here, Mike. So mm-hmm. this film obviously filmed for rated yeah. R. Yeah. And they you can obviously tell the scenes they cut out. Mm-hmm. So when you had um the cub, it was the DA who was first killed, right? Or was, no, it was the mayor. No, it was the mayor. Yo, yeah. So when the mayor was first killed and they had his thumbs taken off, you really couldn't tell because they shot it at a weird side angle. So we're like, okay, obviously like I guess fingers and appendages were missing, but all you can really tell was like it almost oh, looked yeah. like a fist. Yeah. yeah, it was like um, and you could also- it was like you kind of like when you drop your thumb to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like that—that what- that was the practicality of like, oh yeah, we don't need to like make a fake prosthetic yeah. thumb. Just no, but, and, but when they're talking about it, it's obvious like there were scenes that were supposed to like macro shots that were supposed to intercut for a close-up shot on those hands. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, they had to cut that out to get the PG thirteen mm-hmm. rating. As well, as like they said that oh, the blood's not from his head. Yeah, yeah. At so obviously, I was they, like, I didn't even really even see a lot of blood. That's I point. bet you yeah. they shot that. I bet you they shot yeah. that. Yeah. Same thing as um when Commissioner was killed and they're at the morgue. Um, the, the morgue. The morgue. Yeah. yeah. And they did not show his body. They never showed his body the no. whole time. But they were yeah. talking about that body constantly. And then when we were, he said he saw that needle mark for the rat poison. Yes. That should have honestly been a sign for like a close-up shot for that. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't. And I feel like they cut those scenes out because it didn't meet the it didn't meet the peachy 13 because, standard. Because I'm trying to figure out how he, he died from the trap. I know it was around yeah, yeah. his mouth. I bet you. I bet and you. It, there was gory. rats involved. Yeah. But, but yeah. Said, I, it was I arsenic. It was arsenic. Well, rap. We said rap. Rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. But then, what was the point of the rats, like on his? Yeah, that's why I feel like the body would have looked more grotesque, and they cut that out. That's why there was obvious scenes they cut this out to meet the rating of PG thirteen. And I feel like I would hope there's like directors cut, directors uncut. Maybe I mean with WB, like these. Yeah, they did it for Batman v Superman. But I don't know. They might they might know. do it for this one because this one is, yeah, this, is making its yeah, way up. Yeah. This is, is already becoming it is, popular. But yeah. it's I mean, compared to like said Batman v Superman, all they did is add like two, what, two scenes, two, three scenes? No. The extended cut had a lot more scenes added to it. But do I just remember like three scenes added to it? <laughs> I do not remember that movie that well. They they did have more added. Yeah, it was quite a bit. It was a yeah. stupid amount of scenes they cut out. It, it was, was like it, more but, of it had to surround a lot of but like about the, the investigation for um but, Superman when he was okay. investigating. Yeah. Okay, but what what they cut out was it looked like they were cut out for time though, versus rating. No, so two yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Batman v Superman they cut out for time. Yes. But the problem is what they cut out was key. Essential plot points. Yes, yes. Yeah. But but when we're talking about ratings, Batman, yes. they cut out scenes to meet the ratings. Yes. So we got everything important for the information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All we missed was those little like oh, you know, it's it's kind of it visual cues that, that interchanging yeah. shot yeah. needed to to emphasize. But what I'm saying yeah. is that those yeah. visual cues, like yes. when you're expecting the visual cue and it doesn't show off, and then you're kind of thrown off by that. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. No, no. What I'm talking about is the uh, the. Like we're talking about like the Blu-ray release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman v Superman was just released because they needed, they added more time to it. 
was cut for time. Sorry, it was cut for time. Well, they added the extended release because yes. they're going to get more money out of it. They yes. had no plan to doing it beforehand until they heard the backlash. Yeah, but I'm talking about, well, it was cut. It was for time. Yeah, yeah. When, I mean, I highly doubt they're going to re-release one with the added gore. Yeah, they would. They would. I don't Maybe. think they would. Warner Bros. has would. done that with multiple different projects. Yeah, but this is compl- it's different when it's a, uh, a superhero project or a you know a hero project essentially. I I don't I, I don't agree with you because they are going towards the rated R gore route for DC. That's I, why I don't agree with you on that. That's a Marvel move. That's yeah. an absolute Marvel move. Not DC. Not Warner Brothers. I don't know, but we'll see. Warner Brothers will do anything to get that money, and if people want those. If it had only like two scenes of gore yeah. and people demanded it, they will throw those two scenes in just to get their money. That's what I'm saying. It's greed to them. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's warranted or how they feel. They're going to do it because they want more money. So they're going to increase their DVD sales re- release or sales by creating an uncut or unrelated version. I, I mean, I have to wait and see because I don't see it coming out with an unrated version yeah. or uncut version. Mm-hmm. I don't see it coming out. I just don't see them doing the whole like, all right, let's stick the gore back in place. Because I'm next. I'm just going off the trend of like what the studios have done beforehand. That, um, that's what I'm doing yeah. too, and that is the trend of Warner Brothers. Yes, but I'm not. Talk- but we're talking about just adding time. We're yeah. not talking about adding scenes just because of the uh, visual looks that they want to add to it. I don't know. We'll, like I said, we'll see. We'll see a few months. Uh-huh. We'll put a we'll put money on this. It's Sorry. not like it's adding gore. They're just putting like you're looking at it as they're trying to add gore in. I'm looking at it as they're putting scenes they took out back in. That's yeah. all I'm seeing it from. Yeah, but I like that. We'll see in a few months. Yeah. <laughs> Put your, uh, bet your money on who will win. Right. Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Suicide Squad's getting one. Wonder Woman had her. Batman v Superman has his. Fucking Justice League has theirs. I'm pretty sure Black Adam is going to have his own extended edition. Yeah, they're but, all going to get it. They're all. Yeah, but we're talking about completely different reasons why. No, they're all the same reasons. All no, of them are the same reasons. No, they're not, dude. They're not the same reasons. Yeah, they are. Well, they'd be different reasons. Because we're talking about it just we're, we're, um, adding more time to the movie itself. Scenes that were taken out as for plot structure. We're talking about adding scenes that, that change the rating. Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would do that. They would add scenes just to change the rating. We'll see. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Uh, I think a little mixture of both. Yeah. I think, um, uh, I mean, it makes sense that like Warner Brothers. Well, I don't know. Warner Brothers is kind of weird when it comes to that. They'll, they'll make something successive or mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm. and be like, oh, yeah, we did this one. And then thinking that they're going to do something smart again, like releasing uh, an extended version. And uh, they do the that go- with every single one of their projects. And the gory scenes mm-hmm. that changed it. I think they might add in mm-hmm. any extra scenes that may have also been cut for time. Yeah. Because you're talking about if this, if all the gory scenes are like the added visual cues mm-hmm. it'd be maybe be a couple seconds yeah yeah, maybe, yeah. but any other additional scenes as well mm-hmm. we're gonna add on for additional time but still try and keep that pg-13 rating so that way they can still sell to like families and kids because they heard some families and kids in there mm-hmm. and i was actually really surprised that people brought their kids because no. it was old it was pretty dark it was batman it was, was yeah fair. dude they sell kids toys to batman now yeah yeah if you go to target they actually sell the um like the Batmobile and all stuff, they mm-hmm. sell it already. Dang. So that yeah, this yeah, it's, it, it, no matter what, like this could have been a rated like NC seventeen Batman. They would have still sold this to kids. It's yeah. Batman. Batman. Yeah. You can't get away. Like no matter what rating Batman is going to be, there's always going to be a general wide audience. Doesn't matter kids, women, men. It's just it's people are going to flock to this. Yeah, and it's I mean it's easier to sell PG thirteen versus rated R. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Have you ever seen a rated R Batman? It don't say Joker because that didn't count. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Batman v Superman is extended edition is rated R. Really? Yes, it is. Huh. Hmm. But it was interesting that they allowed for this route for the Batman too. A super dark, eerie, long. Like yeah. this was something like I was when I was watching this in the movie. I was like in theaters. I was like this easily could have been like an HBO show. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I'm watching like a part one, part two combined. Yeah. Honestly, like if you break up to 30 minute pieces, mm-hmm. you got six shows right there. Oh six yeah. Episodes. That one's fantastic. And that makes me get even more excited for Gotham PD. Yeah. Cause it's going to be in the same universe as this film with the same cast. And I'm down with that. I am so down with that. See, after seeing this and then Gotham PD and its capabilities on HBO max. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And I could probably even see that being rated R. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. That, that definitely will go to yeah, like they're, TV, they'll, TV they'll, mature. Yeah, they'll definitely go up to the TV mature. I just, I really hope that they keep in the same style that they filmed yeah. Batman for Gotham PD. Like, just the cinematography for this film alone yes. was Peter, fantastic. Like, you think Greg Frazier is going to jump at the helm for the show? Or no, hope to jump for the. Oh, I, don't I don't think so. But I would hope they at least were inspired yeah. by the cinematography yeah. to at least try to keep in that same direction. There were some really interesting angles and shots. Yes, and a lot of like far away shots that were looking through like a little hole. Yes. Uh-huh. Character. There are so many shots like that. Dude, like my favorite ones were. Were they like out of focus? Yeah. My favorite ones were all the car-mounted ones. The car-mounted, yeah. Okay, yes. that car. What do you? Okay, so okay. what do you guys feel about that Batman car chase with the penguin? That was honestly that was adrenaline fueled. Yes, mm-hmm. that was fucking cool. That was dope. My only gripe: too much rain. Hard to see. There is a lot of rain. Yeah. Throughout these so there are certain shots. I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Because it was so fast. Yeah. But absolutely, the car-mounted shots. Yeah. When when he first started up the fucking Batmobile. And he got to see the fucking flames in the back yes. of the exhaust. Yeah. I was like, and even oh. spit out the motor like yeah. on the front as well, just like, like the yeah. crackle. I was oh. like, oh shit. But then, of course, the the final part where he goes through the flames and fucking hits Penguin's car and he goes flipping. Yep. Yeah. That shot by itself. The part where it's like the Batmobile comes to a screech and like mm-hmm. the camera mount on the rear of it stops, and, and then, then you have twist. to wait for the and then car. W- yeah. Yep. Come into yeah. frame. I was like, yo, okay. <laughs> that was that was incredible. Greg Frazier, what also, what is, he's, he's done a lot of like. He's a lot of uh, A-list stuff. Yeah, yeah. He did He's Dune. a pretty big film film. Yeah, Dune. Dune was one of his big ones that mm. he did recently. Uh, he also The Mandalorian. Did the Mandalorian. Yeah. He also did uh, Rogue One. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So, I mean, so this guy is definitely not, uh, he's not a stranger to these huge uh budgets he oh, did zero okay. dark 30 zero dark 30 yeah you, you guys saw zero dark yeah 30? yeah absolutely that. he did that. vice uh he also mary magdalene mm-hmm. uh he did lion the gambler okay. fox yeah. catcher yeah so i mean he's definitely not uh he's definitely not new yeah no absolutely not that type of style and watching all those movies like gambler didn't really like it as much oh, shot yeah. though great yeah his type of cinematography the way he shot it and the way he shot this one was definitely di- uh different the way he shoots most of these other stuff just the way this movie was shot for it was so many shot like a was comic so many different yeah it was so different yeah like uh, so many sky angles that he had for mm. just like say over the van mm. that was like underneath the underpass and then it felt as if like you were looking like you were in the mm. 
like you were in the the beams yeah underneath the overpass yeah. looking down on this mm-hmm. van and it wasn't just like oh randomly from the sky you know i feel like he he kind of stuck not only places to where realistically a person could technically stand mm-hmm. for some, most of the places uh but also at the same time made you feel engaged in what you were doing as well. Like the whole, when Batman escapes the the Gotham PD department yeah. and shoots straight up like what, yeah. like 10 stories up? up? And you're just tracking that and shot. And tracking yeah. that the entire way up. Like, yeah, there are some beautiful track shots. I don't like. I'm always a fan of the track shots that follow someone from behind. Yes. And there are so many of those scenes. But like I said, it was that one part where he first beat up that thug in the beginning yeah. and punched him on the ground. And then the way he stood up to confront the rest of those thugs was like, was all right, like, who's it was so menacingly. He, and I love those back shots. I, yeah, something he, about back shots get me every time. I, f- I think because it's such like a, uh, a reveal, it yeah. kind of shows the character. It's like not necessarily just rising to the challenge, mm-hmm. but showing like a larger than life. Yeah. Almost unhuman like being. Yeah. It's just standing there like, all right, who's next? Yeah, cause it's, I mean, it's all about his stance as well, how he stood up. Yeah. Because he had his arms to his side, you know, yeah. fists, and mm-hmm. kind of like like that. Like yeah. he's ready to fucking he's go. He's ready to fucking go down yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And it was, it was great seeing those shots. Like just the way this movie was filmed, it was fantastic. Yeah. The lighting especially. Lighting. I Finally, we got an actual like noir style. Yes. Like everyone always talks about like trying to bring noir noir back and like trying to mimic it, but we never really get those harsh shadows and those harsh highlights that yeah. contradict each other. And we, we got those. We finally got that. Like I said, I only saw one scene that had a bad light leak. Mm-hmm. And they, they did they shoot this in? A, a lot of it was like, it felt like natural lighting, but I know it wasn't. No, I, I would probably say like... um Maybe that like I think the outside the only, shots, like when yeah, like, like outside the club, like the the ice. Well, not outside the club, like like when you get like those the twilight shots where like you had Batman and Selena Kyle talking on those rooftops. Yeah, like that is obviously beautiful natural light, mm-hmm. and I love the way that they even use those harsh shadows. Like for some, they really crushed the blacks. Yes, yes, for a lot of the shadows parts, and I for some reason like the use of the lighting in this film, it was. Beautiful. Oh, here you go. The reason it, it looks so great is because it used your favorite camera. Ari. Ari Alexa. Yep, the Ari, man. Yep, it's always Ari. that Ari. That's what I love about the Ari, man. Ari Alexa It did picks it. up that light so beautifully. And they're using the lighting perfectly for certain scenes. Yeah. The funeral scenes where he first walked in and he saw the overpass of all those people watching the funeral on the balcony. Yeah. And it was like, okay, obviously he's going to look back up and he saw like the Riddler standing there by himself when everyone ran away. Yeah. And that blooming overexposed yes. window yeah. behind him. I was like, yes. Illuminating not only his figure, but hiding his identity yeah, at the same time. Yeah, keep him silhouetted. Yes. It's like that use of lighting. It's, it's so perfect. Like his... Everything was just balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's just well balanced. I also want to point out as well, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of versions of Gotham. Yeah. But I probably say this is my favorite one. This is, uh, you definitely see a griminess to Gotham, yeah. but also in the Gothic setting. Like, see, like, it, it this were- for me, this is on par with Christopher Nolan's Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Like, I did not like Batman Begins. Gotham. No, yeah. I did not like it. Was, it was, it was way too. Like, Keep you in know mind when something's too, like too dirty, like it just feels yeah. off. 
Keep it. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was very, very dirty. Yeah. So like, but keep in mind too, you're also he's also dealing with like leftovers from um, what's his face? What was supposed to be the next Batman movie? For yeah, him to yeah, direct. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not Nolan. Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had to he had to deal with uh, some of the leftovers that you're talking about Schumacher and you know the steam vents on every scene. Yes. <laughs> the steam vents. I'm the, glad that's not like a thing in films anymore. The, the steam, high, the high, yeah. The high rise, a uh, double decker subway trans system. Yeah. Yeah. Like. No, okay. What I liked about this Gotham, it did. I mean, it reminded me a lot of uh, Nolan's was was done in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it felt like a mix between Nolan and Tim Burton's. Yeah, that's yes. why. You had that gothic feel with the actual, like, modern city feel yeah. to it. Yeah. So, it like, it had... They they did their research. They really did their research for this film. Because, obviously, they got inspiration from the animated series. Yes. Mm-hmm. They got inspiration from, obviously, The Long Halloween. They... This whole film focused so close on that psychological aspect of yeah. Batman... Just everything about it, it came together. It was a well-balanced movie. Oh, it, yeah. It was, I mean, you could show, it shows his, like his trauma, mm-hmm. yeah. his childhood trauma, uh, that side of him, you know, trying to figure out who he is, his identity yeah. crisis. Yeah. yeah. Like, you couldn't figure out what his narrative was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You couldn't figure out if he himself didn't even know. He He was just dressing up as this figure, knowing that I could scare the living shit out of some thugs. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm dealing with, Un, unchecked trauma yeah, and not knowing how to deal with it this and is, just taking my yeah. aggression out on everything. Yeah. This like this was a Batman who was doing this more from himself yes. than actually doing it for the city. Yeah. And you saw the slow transition in this film where it was like, yeah, originally, you know, he was claiming he was doing this for vengeance and getting back and protecting people, but it was always just him punching people to yes. get his angers out. But through as the movie progressed and he had to get closer to people besides for himself, yeah, you can see him finally slowly caring about like what really actually meaning what he's saying yeah. and caring yeah. about the city. And I think it kind of showed as well, like at the end when he like beat that that um, um that, that Riddler, Riddler henchman, henchman yeah. like near death, like over and over, and him asking. Who are you? And, and he said, vengeance. I'm vengeance. And I, it was the exact words he yeah, said. And, and it was a reflection. And it was like, oh shit. Like, I think that that moment is when like, okay, this vendetta lifestyle, yeah. Batman isn't going to work. Yeah. It's not going to change the city. It's not going to change people. Mm-hmm. Like even with the, the flare, mm-hmm. when he cuts the cable, oh, yeah. I found the symbolism of him being the light yeah, yeah. instead of the shadow. And then helping people follow the light. Yeah, coming guiding out of the them. Yeah, yeah, out of the shadows, out of the, the shadows light, and yeah. into the light. So I was like, and to see that another sky view cinematography mm-hmm. shot, also beautifully lit. Yeah, also be beautifully <sighs> crafted mm-hmm. to see that. And I was like, okay, now from here on out, seeing any other sequels, we're going to start seeing the noticeable Batman that we've where we're used, where to. we're used yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, the heroic, the one that puts the others in front of himself. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I really hope that they'll continue that trend with the next films. And like, I, I want a Batman to slowly build himself up into being the Batman. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think we finally can get that with this. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm very skeptical simply because of WDB. <laughs> I know. Fucking. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's like when it comes to Warner Brothers, you never really know. Never I know. Like, well, I'm I mean, afraid too because the budget had a, it had a modest budget. 200 million. It was 200? I thought it was 100 million. Nope, 200 million. It was 200? It was 200 million. Oh, 
smart. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. It was, yeah, it was expensive. That, it was expensive. That was a generous, that's a generous yeah, amount. Matt Reeves talked about it and he's like, this was the biggest 200 million gamble I've ever did by hiring Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it and it paid off. It definitely yeah. paid off. It definitely he did a he did a phenomenal because he that. he definitely looked at more of his work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson has done well into gathering. And I've said this before. He's done well into gathering himself as a rep, like a respectable actor. actor yeah. yeah. By taking his time, going through the grime of the independent work. Mm-hmm. I know he did maybe like one romance movie after Twilight, yeah. and after that he's like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. And went that. into his independent darker dirtier grittier movies Mm -hmm. and now he's making his way finally finally his blockbuster debut yeah and the first one to do it perfectly is the batman because that it Mm -hmm. dived into that dirty grittiness mindset of early vendetta batman that no one's really explored before it's talked about in comics we know about it in comics yeah because we, we know we've we read know about it, it in yeah. the animated extended universe but no one's seen it live action live action the closest maybe we've gotten mm-hmm. was christopher nolan's batman yeah. and yeah. that was in batman begins and it was very shortcoming mm-hmm. uh and it didn't even it didn't even highlight it didn't even showcase it that much either yeah it was just like well, because like those films were so focused on the themes yeah. of them. So this one we got like this so one they a, took it's their a huge time. difference between focusing on a theme and focusing on a character. And, and this, this one is, was focusing on a character. Yeah, it was really on those character studies. Yeah. But besides for Robert Pattinson's Batman, we have to talk about these other okay. characters in this film. So Colin Farrell as the Holy penguin. Holy shit. Do fantastic. Yes. Do not absolutely fan- yes. We need more of him. On the drive home, I was uh I was telling Ashley, yeah. my Ashley, not yours. Yeah. I was telling mine, I was like, dude, I really dug not only thing, we'll get to Jeffrey Wright, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon, yeah. but I also dug Colin Farrell as Penguin. Like, yeah. he was looking so grand. She was like, wait, that was Colin Farrell? Yeah. I was Colin like, yeah. Farrell. She was like, no fucking way. And yeah. I was like, yes, that was Colin Farrell. That was that makeup prosthetics. And she was like, holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Dude looked fantastic. Looked great. And gave him, I feel like with the prosthetics, Gave him open range mm-hmm. to do whatever he wanted with yeah. that character. And you said before we started this podcast, like, this is the type of roles you like Car- Colin Farrell in. Yeah. These side characters, like... Yeah. the It's a, it's an important side character. It's not just, like, some random background character. It's a unique character. It's a unique yeah. character. But it gives him free range to really flex his acting skills and mm-hmm. his chops. Yeah. And we've seen it a couple times before in other movies. We've seen it in, uh, what was it, Seven Psychos? Yeah, Seven, seven Psychopaths. We've seen it in uh, Horrible Bosses. Horrible Bosses. Yeah. So we've seen a couple times where he's gone under like a slight prosthetic, a slight change, yeah. and kind of flex a little bit more of his acting skills. But this one- Right here. I feel like- Took gave, the cake for you. Took the cake for me. Yeah. Because I've seen, the only other Oswald Cobblepot penguin that I've seen was, one, you have Danny DeVito. Yeah. Which yeah. is <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> To begin with. <laughs> in his own right, yeah. Straight horrifying, but it's great. Yeah. And the Arkham Knight series. Oh, you, you don't want to talk about the Gotham show, <laughs> Penguin? We're not talking about that Gotham. <laughs> I, I don't re- even recognize that as Penguin. You hater. <laughs> I, I can't. I cannot do Gotham. I can't. It's, a, it's a show if you ignore, if you, like, which you're not, but if you keep no, okay, ignoring okay. the lore, 
So I did go back and try to rewatch Gotham again. Cause yeah. I was like, I never finished Gotham. I was like, I want to try it again. And I tried rewatching it back from the beginning. I can't, it's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. Do I like it? it, it I can't. Yeah. It, it's so like cheesy and campy. It's another cosplay show. Yeah, it is. Nah, to me, that was actually, to me, it was a pretty good show. And then when the actor who plays young Bruce Wayne mm. debuts as his first day as Batman. Oh yeah, that was bad. Was fucking cringy yeah. looking. And to me, it was like, if you ignore the lore of Batman altogether, yeah. it's not a bad show. For me, it's like, it's not even the lore. It was just, it's not it the felt like lore. a cosh base. So. Yes. It's it like a Fox. What do I expect? Yeah, that's why. You bad, were, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fox, you bad. what you get. <laughs> that's that's why. Not that's as bad why. As the, it's not bad as ABC. It's or, not, oh, no, no. You're not going to mess up like no. ABC. It's or, not no, the- No, I don't know, though. It's, you're saying it's not as bad as CW. Sorry, CW. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. CW. It's not bad as CW. Yeah, yeah. It's not Arrow or Flash. Yes. So at least it's better, so. Yeah. It's, I'll it's, take that. It's not the lore I have the beef with. It's just the style in which it was yeah, done. It's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's campy. Yeah, it's it's campy. just I mean, it's, weird. To me, it's, like, it's a whole, to me, it's a whole retold story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't mind it. Uh, but I mean, like I said, uh, this bat, this penguin right here. Yeah. Honestly, his acting skills, I'll put it apart up to part as Heath Ledger's Joker. The reason for it is because they're unrecognizable. Completely. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was and a whole different person. Yeah, it's an entirely different penguin that holds its own. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, so, I'm, not, I'm not talking about just the the um, the, the character penguin itself, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about the acting, how he acted it out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like he he made it his own. Not only version. did he take the prosthetics and change his look, but he brought a whole new personality and character yes. along with yeah. that, and it was it was brilliant. What do you think about um, John Turturro's um, Carmen Falcone though? I dug it. Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah. 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 I'm okay. Like, you know what? We don't see very many. Uh, this was weird. Imitations yeah. of Carmine Falcone. Yeah. And the only time we've ever seen it before was when it was, again, mentioned in. I mean, it's mentioned before all the time in comics. It's mentioned all the time. You got him from extended, Batman Begins. But Batman Begins. But they only show him in very small doses yeah. of like, oh, yes, he's like an early villain of Batman's in the early years. But here he is like for for like maybe the end of like act one mm-hmm. to show like, okay, Batman's beginning and he took down one of Gotham's biggest drug lords and that's it. Yeah. But to have him a little bit more in the forefront as like one of so the leading involved. antagonists yeah. and involved in it was way more refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I really enjoyed like how they really went into the actual mob lifestyle. Yes. Like yeah. this, the thing is like, anytime you got like a Batman like movie or even show yeah, they call themselves the mob, but they just act like some random gang all the time. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't have like a mob presence of like, you know, this oh, fearful but respectable gang. Yeah. The same, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you had like the Joker gang. You had yeah. uh, the Penguin gang, you know, Two-Face gang. Like, just, these were felt, gangs. Yeah, if, yeah, it felt like just random gang, but this was like Carmine an Falcone organized is, crime. Yeah, organized yeah. mob crime. Yeah. One of the big houses besides Maroney. Mm-hmm. So... And I mean, Batman's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And who who place to start than organized crime itself? Exactly. Where it's like they got pockets everywhere. Where it's like people in their pockets, judges, politicians, and the way that it, the fact that they showed that mm-hmm. as well, like DA officials, yeah. uh, judges, half the police force mm-hmm. in their pockets yeah. was great. And it just showed, like, you know what? It also brought in the early years of Batman where it's like, you really can't trust anybody. Exactly. And you yeah. finally got to see the corruption. Like, you always get to hear about it and they talk about it. But seeing but, it. But any other film or anything, they were like, okay, here's your corruption. All right, let's get past that because we got to go to the villain. Yeah. The corruption. Honestly, you can really say the real villain in this movie was corruption. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. 
it that was I felt that was the target. Yeah, that, that was, was the target yeah. that the dart was throwing at. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when corruption takes over and it creates a ripple effect. Exactly. Like if anything, I feel like what I got out of it the most was that this is what happens not only when corruption occurs, mm-hmm. but also when running politicians or anybody who says they keep a promise over something that was supposed to be for a general public, mm-hmm. like the billion dollar renewal that was that oh, Wayne was yeah, putting yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after his death a week later, everyone dipped into that unsupervised yeah. uh, renewal program mm-hmm. that was supposed to be for the people. And they never got it. And everybody split amongst themselves. Falcone, Falcone amongst them, judges, politicians, mm-hmm. polices. And he basically bought yeah. Gotham with it. But everyone. While he, everybody he, else suffered. Yeah, they basically say, like, Carmen Falcone was basically the real mayor for the last 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And, and be, I was like, yes. And that's what happens as a result. It's like when the mm-hmm. real people, the real victims mm-hmm. are the people that suffer, and the ones that suffer enough and are pissed off enough will take matters in their own hands, not for necessary vengeance, mm-hmm. but to blow the lid off of, like, here's what's really going on. Exactly. Yeah. Who's behind yeah. it? I don't care how pure your family you say you are, you're part of it too, and I'm going to expose everything to you. And the fact that he also had followers on basically a Twitch stream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm surprised he didn't get kicked off of, right? On a Twitch stream that he also had followers who with the same mindset, Mindset same fucked up mindset, was also terrifying. Because it's like, holy shit, this is basically an example of your domestic terrorism. Mm. Yep. And you know what was great? You know, any type of like Batman film or franchise, you get the gangs, but they never explain why they're gangs. It's just a bunch of random people who got together and made a gang. And yes. Decided. Like you got to see how a gang truly formed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's through the sheer anger of all this corruption that it just brought like it wasn't just some random hoodlums who came out. These were no. normal citizens who got mm-hmm. fed up. And that's how you caused a real gang. Yes. And they got, they organized and yeah. seeing the chats as well mm-hmm. as uh, gate, like what gauges do you recommend? What rifles, what yeah. rifles work best? Oh, you can find these masks over at the so-and-so yeah. army surplus store. They come with the flak jackets too. Don't forget your wraps as well. Like everyone was yeah. like fucking organized. You see how the birth of a villainous gang starts. Yes. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Yeah. It was, it was, it was so it's bad. uneasy. Yeah. I mean, it's uneasy because we witnessed it at first. I mean, uh, in our own generation. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So it hits more close to home when you're like, "Fuck!" I, I mean, we've seen this happen, yeah. and, and this is an exaggerated, much more dangerous version of it. Yeah, but we could see it actually happening to this level. And that was funny because I was seeing some of the reviews early on before this came out, and people were some of the bad people who were giving negative reviews were talking about like this was a film that was hitting too close to home. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it hit close to home, but I mean, it does. Put up that mirror up there, like you mm-hmm. know, this is what you know. This is what could happen yes. in a situation and in a world where we can easily go to if we don't do anything about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, like I said, it was just it was so great. Yeah. So much of this film was just fantastic. I mean, all the the critics are giving it. They say it's mixed reviews, but all of them are roughly giving it the the same ending of review, saying that it was either refreshing. Mm-hmm. A refreshing take that it was uh it was entertaining like uh someone even called it uh it was a very good batman mm-hmm. and a refreshing take but that they found that the uh they think that it, to think that it's anything more 
only leads, like to think that's anything more than what it is, mm. only leads to delusion or disappointment. So basically, like if you're shooting your expectations extremely fucking high above cloud nine, <laughs> bring that shit down. Yeah, yeah. Bring it way down because you need to be on the realistic setting. But and that's is, what it yeah, is. Yeah. But this is just, it's still a good, like even if you take Batman out of the whole puzzle of this and put some random detective you, in this. It would still, it would still be. still be a good yeah. entertaining movie. And that's what I loved about this. Yeah. yeah. It was a Batman film where you didn't even necessarily need Batman. It was essentially yeah. seven. Mm. It was seven. Like, it was seven. What else? Yeah, it was definitely yeah. seven. It was yeah. Like, <sighs> like Vanity Fair even called it the same thing. Like a, Richard Lawson, one yeah. of his critics, uh, said that I, he, he thinks that Matt Reeves drew a lot of inspiration from Seven, which I could see. No, you can tell. David like, Fincher yeah. see, like 100%. The murder but, scenes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the murder scenes and like how the, the clues were also set up. Yeah. Like he notes that uh, gone are the days of Nolan's globetrotting Batman. Instead, we see a more small time and local Batman, mm -hmm. which is a refreshing approach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely was. A real, it's refreshing just focusing on one simple story, one simple task. Yes. And have them just stay there. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I got to do this. Now I got to go to this country to stop this guy. But yeah. this guy had a clue here. So I go to this country. And then, you know, that's how you kind of end up with like a Marvel film where it has like every 15 to 20 seconds, they have to tell you the logo title of the new location they're yeah. at. Yeah. Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> yeah. Belgium. Yeah. See, you got, it was just focused on Gotham in here. Yeah. So you're just focusing on this case. And we finally got a real detective story. Yes. We finally got to see Batman be a detective for once. Yeah. Like, really be a detective. Uh, essentially, a flawed detective. Yeah. That's yeah. what we got. Because every, every version we ever got is, like, a detective who, like... Too perfect, and he got sees it. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's connected to this, and that means that's, you know, this person did it. So. Yeah. So this one, Batman needed to hit the help. He had yeah. to go to Selena to get the help. He didn't know Spanish that well. Yeah. And that, that scene with uh, Penguin is like, well, yeah. you guys don't know Spanish? You did all this work and you guys are geniuses, but you can't even tell the difference between L and La. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, are you like, are you kidding me? Habla Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like those moments like that. Like Even like with the, when he went back to um, the Riddler's apartment and he was looking at the little um, carpeting tool. Yeah. yeah, and the officer whose father just happened to be a carpenter knew yeah. exactly what yeah. that tool was. Like you needed those key moments to help Batman out because you didn't want to make him perfect. Even the fighting scenes, he got hit of quite a bit of times. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't being perfect and knocking everyone out. No, he got some. Uh, he got some good looks. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like yeah. and even like in one of the scenes, it even showed him like uh, without the cowl on that he still had a black eye. Yeah. So yeah. it was nice to see that human side that was like, oh, he's. <laughs> He's not perfect. He's not mm -hmm. indestructible. He's still human. He can still get hit, still get hurt. Mm -hmm. So to see that was was pretty cool. But man, he was taking those bullets in. Dude, for real. Yeah. That, that armor was no fucking joke. I was not messing around. Yeah. That shotgun blasted a chest. That twin barrel shotgun? Yep. Yeah. I was like, Absolutely. Damn. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, realistically, he would have some bad internal bleeding at that point. Oh, for sure. Oh, no, yeah, he is suffering very, very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think about the fighting, though? The choreography? You know what? It was actually better than I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be. It reminded me actually a lot of styles similar to, like, the Arkham games. Yeah, yes. yeah. It had a lot of the Arkham style yeah. to that. I yeah. was glad, like, at least, like, the same style with, like, Batman v Superman with Batman fighting. I'm mm -hmm. glad they took that over. Yeah. Yeah. It's It had a lot of... I mean, it's a simple fight move, but I enjoyed it. It's like... Well, yeah, this this definitely Batman's the hammer when fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Which, hammer fists, yeah. 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 Which 
guaranteed some of those people have permanent brain damage. There's no... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, he doesn't kill, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the always running joke. Yeah, yeah Batman yeah. won't kill, but he'll put someone in a hospital yeah. and yeah. wreck up those hospital bills. He's like 80% dead. Yeah. I'm thoroughly convinced that guy at the very end where uh, where the guy that shot him, then he comes back and tackles him and starts being the shit out of him. Uh-huh. Yeah, he probably would have been dead. Oh, no, no. I'm convinced like the scene was supposed to be way bloodier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. When he removed his face, like... No, that's just supposed to be cave. <laughs> you know what? Definitely was probably. Oh, I'll come back to that. It's like, but uh, I do enjoy how all the fight scenes mm-hmm. they weren't like your typical American style fights where it's like cut, 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 cut super cut. quick. Yeah. Punch, throw that punch. Same punch, cut super. Like yeah. they shot a lot of long, long takes. wide takes. Yeah, to see had, the fights. You had to. You had to. Yeah. with this. But that's why I really enjoyed the fight scenes for mm-hmm. these ones because yeah. it, it wasn't like, oh my god, like Batman's gonna be this perfect roundhouse kick. It was like. And, the, and all the guys are down. Yeah. But like to actually see him like take on like six, struggling. seven guys. Yeah. yeah. yeah struggling. Re- honestly, it reminded me more of uh, uh, a heavyweight, M- a heavyweight MMA fighter mm-hmm. like that because he was moving quick, but it was more realistic than actual, you know, uh, what's it called? Like jujitsu or like yeah. something where it fits his body style to his armor. Yeah. Where it felt realistic. Yeah. It, didn't yeah. Feel- it wasn't just somersaulting kind of yeah. shit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what about like at the end, like towards it when he's in the iceberg lounge and like he's hiding behind the door when he's sneaking in and then like a guard sees him and goes in and he just fucking like two hits him. Yeah, I was about to say a two hit quitter. Cross uppercut and fucking down. That was fast. He's like, I was like, oh shit. I was like, God damn, I'd be lit up too. Yep. But but one thing for sure though, I think that, uh, but yeah, like you were mentioning before, Adrian, like that punching scene. Yeah. Of those straight punching him like, almost to death. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely would have been bloodier. And cause I think in the, remember in the trailer when he beat up like that, that thug in the subway. Yeah. Remember the sounds that you were hearing was yeah. like crunches. Yeah. Like that would probably would have been making it rated R. Cause I was waiting for those crunches and I didn't hear those. Yeah. And I heard thuds instead. Yeah. They, they obviously took that out. Yeah. So I think like for that scene, there was probably definitely crunches of like Got bone and skull. Punisher war zoned. Yeah. Oh, basically. <laughs> yeah. That should have been punished. His face should not have been there. Oh, uh, yeah. He yeah. should not be that. He was hammering the hell out of him. Seriously. Yeah. And he was jacked up on that adrenaline juice, too. Yeah. Dude, for real. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, we all, okay. So we all thought that at, for a split second, we all thought that was a Bane toxin. 100%. Yeah, we're like, Wait, what? I was like, oh, shit. He developed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What about Batman's like whole utility arsenal? Because that's something like. We never got this much yeah. of gadgets in a film. All My man once. heavily relied on that grapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That, that, that grapple saved his that life. That grappling yeah. gun, 100%. But, no, you got, like, they. it felt like they really focused on, like, the aspect of what made Batman Batman. It's like, no matter what situation he gets thrown into. He's got gadgets. He has a gadget that yeah. prepared himself. Yeah. So, when he fell, you know, when he cut that electrical wire and fell into all that water and came out. Road flare. <laughs> like Road he was flare. already prepared. Got it. He was already prepared, prepared like, for that. I don't know where he pulled that thing mm-hmm. out of, dude. When he goes running from the police at the PlayStation, he goes to the top. His suit was already outfitted with the wingsuit. Yeah. Like prepared for that. 100%. Yeah. That is, okay, that's the comic book Batman I love. The preparedness, 100% yeah. ready for well, anything. Just, that utility belt has everything you need. Like at least it didn't felt like an infinite utility belt. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, oh, I'm... It, Whatever I have is going to be right here in my belt buckle. It's not at the same level, not the same ridiculous level, but it's at the same level to me as Adam West Batman's, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no, there's Come no on. shark repellent. Hey, no, there, but there's he could no. have it. <laughs> <laughs> he could have it. We don't know. 
You have no, no, no there was water talking, everywhere. <laughs> no, no, what I'm talking about is the fact that he had anything he ever needed on him at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that's the, that's the staple for Batman. Yeah. No, this was, honestly, I saw like some comparisons how they had the same thing with, um, crap, what's his name from um, the Suicide Squad? Idris Elba. Oh. Blood oh. Sports. Yeah. Yeah, like, th- it wasn't just the belt. It was stuff on the suit itself. The yeah. whole suit was a utility suit. Yeah. It wasn't just yeah. a utility belt. Like, he had, uh, what was it, like, on his on his forearms? Oh, the like, little, um, the electrical shocker thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the electrical yeah. shocker thing. He had the pouch on his thigh, mm-hmm. the thigh pouch there. He had, obviously, his belt, and then his Batman symbol itself was also Yeah, it could detachable, detachable, yeah. yeah. His cape having, or, like, that wingsuit underneath, uh... No yeah. batterings. I'm kind of liking that. I'm liking it. I liked it. I liked it. No batterings. I miss the batterings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just love batterings. I don't know. What Maybe the chest, the chest piece was the batterang. That's big ass battering. That's hey big man, ass battering. You, you that I guess you only need that one. Imagine that shit flying at you Dude, from that, the shadows. That like, is a yeah. definite kill. That's not. That's, a, no, that's <laughs> a kill. That's a murder. Tell me where the drugs are. <laughs> well, no, I need to notice something too on the suit. I think, yeah, his, um, so the actual symbol itself, I think there was people yes. talking about, wasn't like supposed to be the gun that supposedly killed, that killed his, his parents. parents that he broke off and took it yeah. as a piece for the emblem. I heard that too. Yeah. Like he, oh. he broke it apart and then turned it from something that killed into a symbol that saved. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure 100% if that's actually true or not. Yeah. No, I mean, you can kind of see, I guess, I can like I can get why people said that. Yeah. It definitely looks like it could be there. Like it was it was taken apart and configured yeah, into yeah. something else. Look at all that fucking gadget. Look at that, man. Look at that. Look at that belt. Look at that. Utility. Look at that shit. Come on. He was prepared. My man was ready. He was ready for everything and anything. Except for Spanish. Except. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> yo, hoot sweet, don't cut me like that. Oh, no, no. You know what was also Fucking surprise? Um, Zoe Kravitz, her line towards the end, when she was talking about, like, Batman doesn't need to be here, and he doesn't need to help, like, all these, like, rich white people. Like, I'm surprised he actually threw that line out there. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense, because, like, you can obviously see the comparisons of, like, the rich white elites who had the power, and then you had the upcoming minority person who wants to bring real change, mm-hmm. which was like the the new mayor elect who was trying to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can see, obviously see the comparisons they're bringing up to it, but it wasn't in your face. Yeah. It wasn't preaching down your throat like, oh yeah, you know, white people bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like white people bad. Don't trust the white people. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like that, calm down. Yeah. Like but relax. You, you can kind of see like there was that subtle hint. Yeah. With, you know, the high, rich, class, wealthy people. And then you got, like, the poor minority people and just poor people in general. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, that's like, I, I enjoyed when you don't have to throw symbolism and stuff like that down people's throat. And it's yeah. just subtly there. Mm-hmm. But ugh, what else? Like, was there other things about this film that you guys can think of that you want to talk about? Ilsh. Um, I mean, quickly, crazy, I want to bring up yeah. the, uh, his Riddler. Mm-hmm. How... Uh, <sighs> How I mean the what's the name of the actor who made him Paul, Paul Dano. Dano yes the way he pretty much portray, portrayed him mm-hmm. that was that that was a perfect casting call like yes. casting choice for that yeah because it fit okay from the comic we know him as the the goofy looking motherfucker goofy looking, uh, extravagant you know makes his riddles and then disappears yeah mm-hmm. um, but I mean even even in the comic book he's narcissistic he's always that's his whole yeah. thing he's a narcissistic yeah. character. But they don't really like. Okay, here's the thing. Like, but yeah. they never dive into like what. Yeah. What he, makes him that way? What makes him a way? Or 
what narcissism really is. Mm-hmm. They just know that he just likes the attention. That's yeah. all he does. Yeah. In this version, they've made him a, a straight up narcissistic where he has to have full blown attention and he'll get it when, by whatever they, means. they made him a character. They actually made him a character. Yes. Like that was my biggest gripe with the character Riddler. I never liked Riddler. I've never liked Riddler. Yeah. It was dumb. It was lame to me. But I think the but definitely carried a lot of weight with his uh again, it draws a lot. I believe you brought from a character. the Arkham. Yeah, yeah. You brought Be- a real character in. Yeah. yeah. Because the Arkham the Arkham series yeah. Riddler definitely draws heavy on that narcissistic psychotic mm, behavior yeah. of like, I'm right, I need to be the best, you're dumb. And if you beat me, you just cheated. Mm. Yeah. But even to look okay, to the point where when Batman starts saying You're gonna be nothing, you're no nothing, more. you're worthless, yeah. you know, yeah. you're he starts freaking out and starts actually going through, you know, actual full breakdown. Yeah. And to see that happen. Yeah. Was. That's what I love seeing about that. I was like, okay, now they actually brought a full blown narcissistic yeah. person who cannot yeah. accept the fact that they're not important. But that needed to be enacted with his character because yeah. it wouldn't make any sense for him to be like that. But because now you know that he was an orphan yeah. and he was treated like an invisible person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you can see why he's narcissistic because he demands that limelight he never got as a child. Yeah. So, like I said, you needed to build a character. And yeah. Riddler, for me, was never a character. He was always just some goofy motherfucker who <laughs> liked riddles and who was all about, not like, like I said, narcissistic, but no actual meaning to narcissism. I mean, in all fairness, almost all the Rogue Gallery, the at least the original Rogue Gallery, yeah. they're yeah. all goofy as fuck. Yeah, they, yeah. They have, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It took time for, the, for a lot of these to build up. Even then, a lot of these guys are still far behind. Yeah, it, I mean, it took time. Condiment but King. most of them had at least some point where like, it took too long for Riddler to actually get a good character. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. everyone at least got their good characters in the early 2000s. Yeah. By that time, why are we now just getting a good? Like you see what I'm saying? I, I mean, like, so you could do that with almost every character. You, you made Bane that. interesting. Like, come on. But I mean, <laughs> I, I mean that that one took some time too, though. Everyone yeah. to kind of took their time. Yeah. With it. I mean, Joker was already kind of like an established character, mm-hmm. and you had to go someplace else, and then you had to go Two Face. Yeah. And then you had to go Bane. Bane, Mister Freeze, and Mr. all that stuff. Yeah. Still waiting for Mister Freeze last vow. Yeah, but it's still rumored he might be the antagonist for the second one. But like the. I, the I, okay. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I will yeah. say this. We were talking about this in the car that I do not see Mr. Freeze in this universe. Yeah. I, I feel s- like that's too I sci-fi. Would, yes. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd rather see him in the Nolanverse mm-hmm. than this one. Yeah. It makes more sense to me in, in Nolan. That's what like, I'm wondering if that is true and they're going to go that direction. What they're going to do with that. That's going to be real interesting. Unless they remove the whole thing that makes Mr. Freeze Mr. No, Freeze. No, 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 no. The giant ice suit and the ice gun. I'll yeah. tell you. Audience members will pan that immediately. That's a death witch as a, a writer. You're actually like, if a writer were like, okay, we're going to write Mr. Freeze, but we're going to get rid of all the freeze gadgets. You're basically writing your career suicide. Okay. Okay. What uh-huh. about not, not removing the freeze gadgets, but the freeze suit? Still, he can't yeah, survive yeah, without yeah, the suit. Yeah. 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 But I'm saying that you remove that function of that. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's career suicide you're talking yeah. about. That's, I think that's too difficult of a character to try and, well, or at least at the moment in a type of setting. Yeah. Uh, in this real. world. In this yeah. particular world, I yeah. think it'd be too difficult. Yeah, it definitely will be too difficult. I think it's going to be a little bit more. I want Court of Owls, man. See, Court of Owls is more yeah. real. Everyone wants the Court of Owls. Everyone, and I think we will get that one, Court of Owls. You think this is going to build up to the court? It's got to build up. It's, uh, if they're talking about how the elites are ta- are destroying the society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or how elites are taking uh, taking advantage of you know the unprivileged. Yeah, yeah. It was huge about the elites and what is the main court of owls, the elites of Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Also, here's the thing: is like they threw around 
the concept of who killed the Waynes in this movie, but we never got a clear definitive answer. Yeah. It's it's just another mystery. Yeah, it was like first it was a thug. Oh wait, no, now they might have been in corruption. Oh, it might have been you know the Maronis. Oh no, my might have been Falcone now. Oh wait, no one really knows, and everyone basically like they said they had their ideas, but no one really truly knew who killed the Waynes. Yeah, Which and is- now it's one of the things like oh, it feels like you're teasing for those court owls. All right, well maybe we'll get them. I mean, honestly, I've, if they're if this is written out correctly. Mm-hmm. It might be like the main antagonist for the entire series. Trilogy? Yeah, I would hope so. I would hope we got a trilogy out of this and there being the overarching villains. Yeah. Like, hey, we set this stuff up for all your films. Everything that happened in the previous films was because of us. Yep. Although I, okay, I kind of want this, but I don't want this, is if they do that, to somehow insinuate that they're the ones that put Riddler up to everything. I feel like they mm. would, though. I feel like they would. Like, I feel like they'll be the people like, yeah, we kind of like, like they pushed a, we pushed the information to Riddler to have him discover that. Like, remember, he said at a certain point in his age, he found out the truth and that's what led him down that path. Yeah. It's one of those like setups like, OK, so did the court kind of set you up for that? You know, you see what I'm saying? Like they didn't give him his genius or all his you know, plans or anything, but they basically gave them the information yeah. Yeah. that caused them to go down that path. I feel like that's something they would set up if they're trying to go for this. All right. I mean, I'll accept that. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. You're good with that? Yeah. I'm good with that. Although, I'll just one quick thing. Mm-hmm. For villain next time, Mad Hatter. No, no, no. I don't know. No. Maybe. No, no. Fuck the Mad Hatter. It's dumb. It's I, lame. Get over it. Get over it. I think Come he on. hates the Mad Hatter. Dude, it's such Come a on. lame villain. I mean, Riddler used to be a lame villain. Yeah. Like him. Yeah, yeah. You made him good. Yeah. 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 No. I, I would not want to watch a two-hour movie of, like, fucking Peter Dinklage, like, <laughs> talking about making, like, two hours of Alice references. No, no. Kind of Come on. No, no. Fine. If we do that, let's get a full-on Batman film with the main arch villain being Harley Quinn. I'm Fuck down off. With it. Then I want Kite Man. Yeah, Kite Man. I, hey, You'll I, deal with Harley Quinn's voice for an entire movie. No, I am thoroughly convinced. I'll find Mr. <laughs> J. No, I am thoroughly convinced that you can actually make a good Harley Quinn movie. Where you going, bitch? Yeah, without the voice. Without the voice. Yes, without the voice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, they did that with Batman, so come on. <laughs> come on, Mr. Come J. On, Mr. J. <laughs> Try no. again, bats. Or I'm do like, you want. Uh, or do you want like the Batman animated series just talking? <laughs> no, no, no. See, no. You get George Clooney all over again. I don't want it. I don't want it. See, I, there you go. No, I'm I want convinced. interesting villains. I want interesting villains. What about well, some of the ones that you also have as well, mm-hmm. like Zaz. I want Zaz. You, want, yeah, you have yeah, Zaz. Hell yeah, Victor Zaz, Zaz Calendar uh, Man, Calendar Man, um, Black uh, Black Mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sionis, whatever his first name. Roman Sionis, yeah. Roman Sionis. Uh, there's so many incredible villains. I'll even take a Clayface. You also have, let's and see. And that wouldn't even yeah. work in this realm, but I'll still take it over. You have an- Anarchy, uh, Calendar Man, mm-hmm. yeah. Cornelius, Cornelius Sturk. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'll even take Man Bat. I won't see that one. <laughs> Fucking Man Bat. Uh, let me read out the other ones that have a possibility. No, no. Um, or at least ones that kind of like, the oh. The Professor. The dude that made a clay face. Mm. The scientist dude that uh, wore, he wears like the round glasses, has a- Doctor uh, Strange? 
Or sorry, oh, no, Hugo, oh, Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. Yeah, yes. I don't want to say that. Yeah, Hugo Strange. Honestly, Hugo Strange. I would love to see that one. See, well, they ruined. This is because they did talk about the Arkham family and they yeah. talked about the Wayne family starting them and they did say Arkham Asylum yeah. was in this film. So I would hope we get a version of Hugo Strange. Because doesn't Hugo Strange run Arkham? He runs Arkham, yeah. yeah. He runs Arkham. I don't know. This one kind of sounds cool. Cornelius Sturk. Have you heard this one? Yeah. What does he do? This one's a deranged serial killer who has the ability to alter his appearance in other people's minds. He also feeds on the hearts of his victims. I got one that that would be badass mm-hmm. and it will kill the audience completely. What? Ace. Ace. Yeah. Oh my god. That's not a Batman villain though. It's in the same universe. <laughs> no, not this universe. Yeah. Hey, Batman's the one that talks to her. You gotta think about this universe. Yeah, think about this. No, universe. no, but Batman talks to her. Batman's the one that carries her. But that's only in the animated yeah. show. But, uh, that's no, like but, the only time this ever happened. Yes. There's like no interaction between them. Yeah, but I mean, if you could write a character out that way mm-hmm. and have that ending. Mm-hmm. Dude, talking about- No, no, that would be good. That would be- No, if you were to introduce the actual- um, I forgot the gang, the spades or whatever they're called, the gang of spades, whatever they oh, are. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. If you actually introduced them in a Batman film, yeah, that would be interesting if you were to go with a route with Ace being a child like they did in yes. the show. But will they though? Dude, that's the only way it works. No. Yeah, it works yeah, that yeah. way. And trust me, because it's the only way it's going to hit hard. Royal mm-hmm. Flush Gang. Yes. Yeah, Royal Flush Gang. That's <laughs> yeah. what they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should call them Royal Flush, not the, or the Royal Gang or something like that. But the they were more of like, like a family of thieves. Yeah. yeah they showed up more in uh, Batman Beyond. Well, yeah. Have you seen that episode from the Justice League TV show where they talked? It was like one of the. Was it Unlimited, right? It was Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah, Justice League Unlimited. Where it was basically talking about Batman and how he had moments of being a good person. And he saw Ace who was like, you know, running the Royal Flush Gang. And yeah. she was dying from a disease. And he basically just stayed with her until she died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. whole thing yeah, yeah. is like, they had, he had to kill her. Or else if she dies, something good. Like- no, it, it was just that she had to kill her. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he had to kill her. He, he had was, to kill her because if she di- if she dies, something like her like her conscience causes like some kind of explosion. No, no, there no, was, no, no. It there was nothing happen, like no. that. No, because Amanda Wallace told her that he has, she has. Well, she just told him. That his her mind is going out of control and yeah, that and she, he, he and has he, to kill her. He had, she, like, she was basically saying, you need to do the right thing and kill her. But there was no like, if she dies, this will happen. They never no. explained it. She was already dying. Batman yeah. knew it and was just like. They just wanted her dead just to stop the. And Batman was yeah. going to go in, but he was making it seem like he was going to do the job, but he already knew he wasn't. Yeah. And Ace, you know, she when she said, I read your mind. You she read your mind. I knew you weren't going to do it. And so I was like, no. So she was just like, will you just stay here with me until the end? Yeah. And he yeah. did. See? He just stayed in because she was going to die either yes. way. Yeah. But, but Amanda Wall was like, she's out of control. You got to kill her. Here, push this button here and it'll detonate her mind. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I already know she's dying. I'll just stay here till the end. Yeah, but I'm talking about put, imagine putting on live action. With yeah, it'll hit hard. It will, it'll yeah, it'll hit hard. Be hard. Like, my thing is like, when are we finally going to get an actual interaction between Batman and a Amanda Waller? Like, That's not going to be would, way, way Like, later. When do we get like Viola Davis just chewing the shit out of Robert Pattinson? Then <laughs> at that point, then you have to acknowledge superhuman. You have to acknowledge superhuman villains now. Now yeah. you have to bring in Vane. And then Mr. Freeze, and then you gotta introduce Superman. I feel like I feel like you can slowly introduce. Like you can't just throw that out there. But I feel I like this is something you can slowly introduce. I don't slowly. know. I kind of like this this grounded, You're grounded in town, like small town Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because once you start adding in super powered villains, then I'm kind of I'm. You're losing it. I'm kind of losing no, okay, it because I don't want to see it. Okay, here's the weird thing: is that Batman 
his movies are always well, semi-grounded mm-hmm. because Batman has no powers and yeah. everyone around him has no powers. Yeah. Every single time we've been introduced to him, like I said, we, uh, even the Nolan, mm-hmm. uh, Joker, just a normal person, Bane, another person, Cindy Kyle, normal yeah. person. Everyone outside of apparently Gotham has powers. Powers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's this. That's the idea. It's like they. The problem is the writers write themselves into a corner. Yeah. So if you're you're so focused on creating a grounded real world, yeah. you can only work with what you got. Like it, do it even happen in um, in Schumacher's? Yeah. Like they just only the only thing they mention is like super, that's why Superman works alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's literally the only like saying that there is other beings out there. Yeah. Super, uh, meta beings or superhuman beings. Mm-hmm. Other words, Batman's like, nope, we are contained to this little tiny bubble that no superpowers allowed. Yeah. So I can easily see this as like the starting point of like, hey, we're entering a world of vigilante heroes that will slowly lead to a world of like superpower people because that usually happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And I can see them doing that if they can do it right. I personally, I like the groundedness like you guys. Yeah. I really wouldn't want them to go into that route. But I can see it still make it work if they decided to go into that route to try to combine it with other characters. If they do it slowly and in the right way. It's it's possible, yes. But can you imagine this Batman with the Justice League? No, but I can imagine this Batman with Black Superman. Yeah, I could. Which was the rumor that they were going to use um, Jordan B., uh, Michael B. Jordan as a black Superman and he was going to be introduced in this world. That was one of the rumors. Huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was rumor that this universe was supposed to be earth Two universe. Huh. So it's just earth Two justice league forming again, just this, in a more grounded reality. Is this the multiverse bullshit all over again? Yeah, it's always been the multiverse bullshit. When has it not been the multiverse bullshit? Just recently. That's why <laughs> just recently they started introducing the multiverse bullshit. And I called it a long time ago. The second they start using the multiverse, it's an excuse to do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. No, but you should have saw that coming oh, no. a mile away. Yeah. I called that it. Was, yeah. That was something like everyone should have saw that coming. The minute they got stuck and you're like, okay, we can't write anymore for this specific series. Well, we can tell other stories now, but it has to be connected. But does it? <laughs> what happened? Just wait. If it's a multiverse. Oh. They're, they're yeah, doing, you see? They're doing that with the Flash. They're introducing my own Keaton's Batman. No, yeah. they're using the Flash as a cop-out to get rid of um, Zack Schneider's first iteration for the DC Extended Universe. All the Flash movie is made for is to scratch out anything Zack Schneider touched. That's all this movie's being made for. Let's be honest. They're not making it for a story. They're not making it because they like Flash. They're using him to excuse to get rid of Zack Schneider's work. That's it. I mean, the Flash is still there. <laughs> as long right. as he's still there, he's there. Yeah. So let's get it on. Let's get it all on. All right. All right. Do you guys have anything else to say for this film? Mike, you got anything, any two cents you want to throw out there? Uh, One particular villain I would like to see in the, if it's any possible, we're going to keep it grounded. One of our newer villains, uh, Professor Pig. Okay. I would like to see that. Okay. That's an interesting one, too. Yeah. I don't want to hear the pig squealing. No, you're not going to hear the pig squealing. Yeah, yeah. But for those that don't know, Professor Pig is more of like a newer type of villain. Not too new, but he's been around a little more mainstream now in the last good couple years. Uh, Basically, he's a deranged schizophrenic who has developed an obsession with making people perfect and accomplishes by turning them into dolatrons, a process that bonds false doll faces to their own and presumably permanently to people's faces. So he just 
takes these people and physically alters them in this surgery, surgery like butcher state mm-hmm. to make them perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he wears a pig mask. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's also the thing too. Like right before I want to close this out, it's going to be hard trying to progress past this because mm-hmm. you have to have something that still continues the theme of the corruption. Yeah. But what goes past and like, you can't have this being Batman's ultimate challenge and in the next film is only challenge is fighting a villain. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there has that, to be something else that's big. Yeah. It's, I honestly see it more like, you know what? I, I kind of see it using elements of hush. Yes, hush. Yeah. Can we use elements of hush and not use hush? Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I would yeah, agree. Like, so, you know, use a whole, you know, him losing his fortune or um, the Wayne. I mean, they already started doing that where the Wayne name is now. T- uh, it's tainted. tainted. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the next one could be a whole about, you know, his entire family not being, you know, Everything's being dragged out. Yeah. Oh, I do love that. How now, besides the, the Joker, yeah. but like the Waynes aren't like, like Batman's parents aren't really as pure and as clean as we thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're breaking him down to more flawed human-like characters. I like that. And I like that, that they're not just like this, this beacon of good hope light mm-hmm. that's just like, oh, my parents were amazing. My father was perfect, never did anything wrong. Nope. When- yeah. Dad was human. Dad was human, and dad made mistakes. <laughs> yep. And I heard like I was like I was a little worried that they're gonna go with like oh shit these are really like are they gonna go with, like the Wayne families were actually really bad people? It's like no, they're just they're Thomas Wayne was a good man who tried to do good things, and he pan- had a panicking moment. Yeah. And he had a mistake, and that was like what I really appreciate. It was just a man who made a serious mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And it but, was like like what. Out of 10, what do you get Batman, Mike? I give it 10 out of 10. Really? It yeah, was shit. fucking oh. phenomenal. Adrian? Yeah, 9 out of 10. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah. I'm bitch. Like, uh, I'm like 8.59 out of 10 for this one. You yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Like no. I said, it's fantastic. Love it. It's a great it. film. But yeah, yeah. I'm not going to suck a stick completely. <laughs> um, I will. I'll do it. Yo, you'll suck that Maverick dick. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for two more sequels. I'll do it. <laughs> Man. All right. I think that's going to be a right. good place to close out this episode. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's topics. I'm curious about your thought on tonight's episode. What do you think about the Batman? Do you want to see more of Robert Pattinson? Do you want to see even more of Paul Dano show up in some other films? You can sh- you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on the Next Uni YouTube channel. If not, we'll be putting this up on an open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news we put out episodes every Monday for audio listeners you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music Spotify and our Corpso website which I'll say again www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash podcast. And as usual, before I leave, Michael has some end notes for you guys. Yes, as Anthony mentioned before, all the places you can be able to hear us. If you're looking to see us, you can also find us on YouTube as well. Uh, please leave a like, subscribe, maybe share down with a friend, uh, maybe even comment down below what subjects you think we should cover next. Uh, you can find us at Next Journey Pro on YouTube or just follow the links listed down below. Uh, we do have different subscriptions to subscribe to as well on our Patreon account. So different subscriptions lead to different incentives. Maybe you might get a handwritten letter. Maybe you might get a signed autograph from us on one of the objects that we keep here. Uh, as another one, you also get the ability to kind of whisper in our ear a little bit about certain topics that you think we should cover personally rather than just commenting down below. You get a little bit more ahead of the game by being a part of the conversation. So consider heading over there, subscribing to our Patreon, subscribe to YouTube, 
and more subscribers means more content. So the more the merrier. So we hope to hear and see from you guys very soon. Yeah, you heard from Mike. Please like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Later, taters. <laughs>